Hey, On The Clock fans, you're listening to another episode with your hosts Raul Lascano and George Martinez as they square off and tackle all of today's hot topics in sports news, trends, current issues happening locally and nationally, as well as highlighting some of our local student athletes across the Sunshine State. Now, welcome your hosts, Raul Lascano and George Martinez. You're on the clock. What's going on, On The Clock fans, man? Welcome to an edition Monday. What a beautiful, beautiful morning it is. I'm always joined with my right-hand man, George Martinez. He's with me here, man. We got a beautiful agenda for you, man. We're going to recap a little bit of uh, of what's going on in sports. I know that's kind of weird to say, right? Recapping sports, but sports is back, so we're going to recap a little bit of that with you. Uh, we got some great things to happen at MLB. Uh, recapping NFL, I know you guys saw the news with Jamal Adams. We're going to talk about it here on the show. Also, we got two very special guests that me and George are excited to talk to. We have the man, Xavier Townsend, joining the show. I can't wait to talk to Berkeley Prep's own uh, highlight star athlete, four-star athlete. Uh, and then we have also, man, our guy, our main guy over there, over at Athletes Retreat. We got Ryan Regal. He's joining the show with us, man. Talk a little bit of baseball. Talk about Pete uh, Alonzo, the home run king. So we're going to have fun, man. How you doing, George? What's going on, bro? I'm good, man. Uh, I'm excited for another show, another episode here on this Monday morning. Yeah, what is this? What, what episode number is this? 20? We're, we're at 20? We're at 20. This is episode <laughs> 20, man. And, and, and for all the listeners listening to the show right now, uh, another great thing happened this morning. We officially hit 3,000 downloads. <sighs> So in the podcasting world, 3,000 downloads in 60 days is a huge accomplishment. So couldn't do it without you guys that are listening to the show. We appreciate you guys for tuning in every single Monday and Thursday and sometimes on an off schedule when we throw a bonus episode here or there. So thank you guys for for being on the show. I mean, I want to jump right into it here. Yeah, man. Uh, My weekend was... Pretty packed. Yeah. Uh, my daughter got her ears pierced. I saw that, man. That's beautiful. Butterflies on her ears. It was yeah, great. Let me tell you something. The wife was not ready. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. So, she freaked out? Because it was impromptu. It was impromptu. <laughs> oh, you guys. So, so this wasn't planned? No. Oh, those are the best. At all. Those are the best. So we, we take the kids to get their haircut. Right. And they're getting a haircut. in the same place that we take the haircuts do ear piercings. And mm. now my daughter's been talking about getting her ear pierced for about two weeks now. Right. All right. So we're sitting down. She's getting her ear cut and she looks at, you know, my wife. She goes, mommy, I want to get my ears pierced. Right. Yeah. Okay. You know what? We told you we're going to look into it. Yada, yada, yada. And the lady goes, actually, we we do them here. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I'll talk to my husband. Yeah, they do it. They do it right there. A little separate room. They do it there. So, you know, we're done with the haircuts and, and Michelle tells me, hey, they actually do piercing here. We can make an appointment and we'll come back. And I said, why don't we just do it now? And then my daughter, that's all she needed to hear. She goes, yeah, mommy, why don't we just do it now? Yeah, now she's in on it. Now it's two yeah. verse one. So my, my daughter's ready to go. Right. Ready, ready to go. The, the, the two ladies at the desk say, we don't have any appointments for the next hour. So we can do it now. Yeah. <laughs> it's three on one. Oh, so now, now everybody's against you. <laughs> everybody's against it. So we, we get her ready to go. My daughter was a trooper. No crying. Oh, that's No dope. tears. They, they, they do. They did both of them at the same time. Wait a minute. They don't do one at a time. They did my baby girl one at a time. They did them both oh at exactly God. one girl did one ear, the other girl did the other, both at the same time. Did they count down like three, two, yes. one, click, click, bomb, and that's oh it. That's it. And it was over. Oh my and, and my daughter's a trooper. She she's looking at me. She's looking at the wife, and you can tell she it was in pain. She wanted to cry a little bit, but no tears at all. She took a little picture, got a little certificate, yeah. and her ears pierced. Now the minute we walked outside, she broke down. <laughs> 
That's when she broke that's down. That's when the swelling started or something. Yeah, right? the yeah. swelling started. You know, the heat. You know, the heat gets yeah. out there. But she's been a trooper. She loves it. She got little uh, butterfly. I think you saw it earlier. Today I did. I the saw show. them. It looked. They're so beautiful, man. And then the great part was, I looked and I said, "Do you want more earrings?" Because I'm willing to buy, you know, more earrings. Yeah. So she said no. I was like, "Oh, well, this is great. You're even. You're a great kid. That's it. Yeah. Fine. <laughs> you don't need anything. <laughs> Not gonna buy you anything. That's, no. But that's great, man. I'm, I'm gonna definitely get her some more. She's beautiful, bro. God but bless yeah, you, man. I appreciate man. it. That yeah, was that was my weekend, man. How was uh, how was yours? <laughs> I spent the weekend doing dad duties. Um, I, it was weird to say, you know, I really tried to sit down and watch sports because you know usually there's no sports, so every weekend is just a to do list left out here on a chalkboard as if I'm in military school. Uh, <laughs> but everything was it was honestly a, a chill weekend, man. It was pretty good. Just relaxed a little bit. Didn't do too much. Um, you know, just the normal dad stuff around the house, man. So I was good to go. I caught up a little bit on the baseball games, right? Did you see those? I saw a couple of those, man. Uh, so yeah. it was interesting. I'm a huge Rays fan, so I was glad to see them win right. yesterday. Right. Also, yesterday was the, the third time, and we had two games pop off on on Saturday. The Rays experienced it for themselves on Sunday. It was a new extra innings format for have, just you, have, you, have you seen what that is no I, no I, I don't know the the ins and outs but i just heard that there was and I, I, i'm assuming it's for the covid stuff so what 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 is going on with that yeah so baseball is trying to speed the games up a little bit in the extra innings they don't want to go 19 innings right. they don't want to have a six-hour game especially with these guys playing 60 games in 66 days yeah for the most part you don't want to wear out that bullpen so for, for those that haven't seen it yet or, or, or kind of wonder what's going on you start the tenth inning with a guy already on second, no outs. Guy already on second. Why wasn't this uh, before? We should have did this before, right? <laughs> yeah, extra inning games we watched to the fifteenth inning. Yeah, that, so it was good to see. It was good to see. You know that successfully get implemented. We had the Rays. Kiermaier hit a triple uh, that scored two runs. They were actually down by one. So right. it was a, their last at bat. They were it was do or die situation. Kiermaier knocked it in, got them to W. They they end up uh, finishing out you know two and one. They win the series, which is good for them as they kind of pop off. I know you you watched the Marlins a little bit today. They they beat the Phillies today, right? Yeah, man, I did, and I'm so proud of them. <laughs> I'm so proud of of uh, my guys, man, because you know I'm like I told you, I'm a Miami guy, right? So I love all Miami uh, teams, the Heat, the Hurricanes. I love all of them, man. So just to watch them. Uh, uh, to win the game, you know, 11-6 against the Phillies, man. Uh, we put a we put a pounding on them. I'm sorry if you're a Philly fan. If you're in Philadelphia <laughs> and you're listening, <laughs> I apologize. Uh, but we had to put a we had to come out swinging because I mean, there's been a couple blowouts, man. I mean, last night I didn't get to finish it. Uh, I think I, I think I, I think I passed out last night at the top of the eighth when freaking the Braves were. They were being the Mets, which is not going to go great with our guy here, Ryan, in, in a little bit. He's yeah, a, he's not going to be happy. Yeah, yeah him he's and Pete Alonso are good boy, uh, friends, man, uh, for the New York Mets. But uh, I was trying to watch every every second of that because I knew we had Ryan coming on the show. But, um, yeah, just, I watched the Marlins, man. They beat them 11-6 to the Phillies. Everybody looks pretty healthy, looks pretty good. Um, no, I mean, it just looked like a good team win. I don't know if Philly, were, Philly guys were practicing during the COVID. During COVID? <laughs> but no. but uh, uh, it's just a good team win to see him to see him play. Do you think it's too many games? 60 games and 66 days, whatever it is. I'm worried. I'm worried about it being too many too many games, too many days. That That's something that does does concern me because, you know, the, the one thing that already happened, so I don't know if you saw Houston Astros, and, and again, I don't know if this is karma, 
coming back to you know coming back to him for for what they did yeah. in the last year. But Justin Verlander is already being placed on the injure injury list. He's on a ten day DL, yep. um, and and there's there's talks of him not being able to return from from this injury right now. So his his season is already in question. We're two games in. Yeah, we didn't even get so for me pitchers pitchers yeah. are what I'm concerned about the most in this situation because I think I think skill position guys your outfielders your you know infield guys those guys hamstrings here and there potentially but I think those pitchers uh, that that bullpen is going to have the the biggest issue as, as we get kind of going here because that's a lot of games man 60 games 66 days you have only six off days it's it's a lot it is man and it was a lot of wear and tear on the body I don't know how pitchers are going to recover you know I mean if you play first base second base probably not that bad but that pitching bullpen. I mean, it's going to be you got to be strategic on how you how, how many innings these guys got to throw, um, and then you don't have that many that much time to recover. You know what I mean? Each, I mean, what a pitcher can possibly throw three two times a week, maybe three times a week, like as opposed to once a week or maybe once. A, I don't know how baseball works, but I don't know. It looks like they're going to be pitching every three days at this rate. You know what I'm saying? With what the schedule look like, but that's great, man. That's really good. Did you see the news with uh, NFL Jamal Adams? Did you check that out, man? man the trade, oh man, the Seahawks. Oh man. Oh man. And then, that was crazy. And on the same day, he, he finally got himself his, out. Yeah. Finally. Yeah, absolutely. After talking all that crap and got <laughs> locked out the building, um, but yeah, now he and then he was talking all that trash on IG and Twitter, and then he went back and forth with Le'Veon Bell, and and you know all that. I mean. Again, I don't know. NFL is a business. NFL is a business. So these guys need to understand. You can't. You can't really get personal with with business. You know what I mean. You can't really make it personal. So Jamal Adams definitely, you know, taking some shots at the Jets this whole time, requesting a trade, not liking anything that they're doing at the at the organization, which is I think he's on what year three in the NFL. Year yeah, four. Yeah, he's on the rookie deal. So like, I, you just got in here. Like, relax. You ain't had enough time to be in a career to talk crap, man. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but anyway, he's over to the Seahawks. I know Russell Wilson and, and those guys are going to be great. I'm a little worried, though, because he does talk a lot of stuff. So I don't know what the locker room of the Seahawks is going to be like. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, you know, they got rid of a lot of their their characters. You know, when Richard Sherman was talking all that stuff and being all that charismatic and, and just, uh, I don't know, just drawing attention to the team in a negative light. He was gone. You know what I mean? He's done. Earl Thomas flicking birds when he got injured and doing all this and wanting to get up. He's gone. You know, I mean, all these guys have personalities, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of interested how he's going to bring a personality into the game, into the locker room, onto the team, and see what the dynamic is with that. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to see how that goes, man. I'm going to monitor all that stuff and see how it goes, man. Yeah, the the one thing I want to get your take on is yeah. the actual trade itself. Oh, it feels to me that Seattle got nothing. It got got taken out back and beaten down <laughs> the trade because <laughs> somebody so robbed. Listen, the listen to the details of this. So, Seattle gets, you know, Jamal Adams. Yes. And a fourth-round pick. Right. In exchange, okay, uh, the Jets are getting Bradley McDonald. Okay. The Jets okay, are? Which, it, yeah, the Jets are getting yeah. him, which, again, he's a pretty good. He's pretty good safety. Right. Yeah. Then they're also getting a first-round pick in 2021, mm. a third-round pick in 2021. And if, right. the, if, if the trade ended there... I'm like, okay, that's a pretty fair trade. But wait, there's more. <laughs> there's more. <laughs> Another first-round pick in 2022. So two firsts, a third, and a player for Jamal 
Adams. And Jamal Adams is a good player, but I don't know if he's worth all that. You know, I don't know if he's worth all that to 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 to, to give up. You know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Like, if you're gonna go all in on a guy, it wouldn't be. I, I want to. I don't think it'd be Jamal Adams. Now, do you think Seattle makes this trade because they are in a Super Bowl or bust situation? Oh, they're in a Super Bowl or bust situation. They, they mean, they, don't get me wrong. Seahawks are competitive every year. You know, Pete Carroll's done a great job. Russell's an amazing quarterback. DK uh, Metcalf is over there. Baldwin is great. I mean, they they got pieces. And uh, Marshawn Lynch, I don't even know. Does he is he doing another year? And Marshawn Lynch, I got to find that out. He too. might be. Might be. He, right. He might be. Okay. So, and the other two running backs were injured during the playoff push that they were trying to make. So they really didn't have the running game. That's why Lynch got there. But it's got to be. He's got to do something to beef up the defense. He's got to do something to, to try to work and, and cover these you know, corners or have these cover these receivers because the, the the corners last year were okay, doing a good job, but. They definitely gave up a lot to teams that just that you shouldn't have. You know what I mean? So it's a lot. I don't think they should have did it. Yeah, and for me personally, I don't know if Jamal Adams is that much better than the guy they traded away. Yeah. Is number one. And then you give up two first round picks. Right. What is that going to do to your team now? Russell Wilson's getting older. Yeah. You mentioned those running backs were injured during the playoffs. Marshall Lynch <laughs> is not getting any younger. Yep. You got yep. you got Doug Baldwin. Who's up there in age? Thirty. You got, yeah, you got DK. Yeah, you got DK out there. You know, you got some other guys, but still, your your top dude is 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 getting older. Y- you lost, you know, Clowney in free yes. agency. They didn't replace him on the defensive line. You got holes, and you traded away additional picks. That's something. I don't know, man. Especially, and again, Jamal Adams. Yes, is he good? There's not. There's no questioning that. But is he worth what two first two first round picks a player and a third? I don't know, man. I mean, they're. I mean, I don't know. They signed the running back Carlos Hyde, right? Remember the, the one year contract that was back in May. Um, they signed him. They signed Freddie uh, Swan, another receiver. I think they are loading up to try to make that push. I really do, and they're trying to add depth to what they currently have. Jamal Adams definitely helps them in that aspect. You know what I'm saying? Um, but. I don't think it's worth all that. So, like you just said, you ju- you just projected what five years into the future right now, and you gave up a lot of to, to get Jamal Adams. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Maybe they're, they're maybe they're not thinking about it, which would be interesting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and I just don't know if Jamal Adams makes him a Super Bowl contender, especially no. in the NFC with all the other teams that are loaded. Right. Right. I mean, if you're one player away, then maybe because you're stacking your tips, you're going all in. It's Super Bowl or bust, but I don't think they're a Super Bowl team right now. Right now, I think Seattle's maybe the fifth, sixth best team coming out of the NFC. Yeah, I, I, that's fair right to say. Now? Yeah, and you and they got to fight their way through those playoffs. Right, they got to fight through those playoffs because now, now you're going to have a Kyler Murray. Yes, who's getting better, and he has DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, and Larry Fitzgerald. Right, and he's got a running back, and he has a great offensive coordinator there. You got San Francisco, which by the way just played. In the Super Bowl. Right. Who look with that young that's, defensive line. Yeah. That's just their own division. Yep. <laughs> and then you're still not even taking a fact the Packers who usually do well. Then, you know, the, the trash NFC East. Yes. And, uh, whenever team finishes seven and eight or seven and nine out there, usually makes the playoffs. Right. And then you got the NFC South with the Bucks and the Saints and the Falcons. Yeah. 
Yeah. And even the Panthers could make a little move with, yeah, with, with Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater. Yep. It's just going to, you know, it's going to depend. They, it's going to be tough, man. It's going to be tough. And, and I, I mean, him playing strong safety gives them some depth, but it, I don't know if it's going to help. We'll see how that works out and how that turns out, man. But uh, on the clock, fans, stick around. We got, we got plenty more for you, man. Remember, right after this break, we have the man at Berkeley Prep, four-star athlete, Xavier Townsend. You don't want to miss it. You're on the clock. All right, on the clock, fans, if you're ever in the Lutz area looking for somewhere to go, grab a bite to eat, sit down with the family, make sure you visit our friends over at Panini's Bar and Grill. They're located at 3973 Van Dyke Road in Lutz, Florida. They're the home of the overstuffed sandwich. They got options, turkey, cheesesteak, salami, roast beef, corned beef. You're not going to want to miss it again. Visit our website, paninisgrill.com. You're on the clock. Exco, give it to you. Wait for you to get it on your own. Exco, deliver to you. Knock, knock, open up the door. It's real. With the nonstop pop out and stainless steel. Go hard getting busy with it. All right, on the clock, fans. Next up, we have a very special guest from Berkeley Prep Zone. Xavier Townsend joins the show. Xavier, how are you doing, sir? I'm good. How are y'all? Hey, we're good, good, man. We're good. We got X in the building. We, we got, got X, X in, in the, the building. building. This is awesome. Hey, man, I've been so watching been? all your highlights. I've been watching. I mean, we and again, George has a more uh, more uh, closer relationship to you than I do. I only know the high school player, man, and, and I, I do remember some of the Colts highlights. I do remember some of those. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I remember, the man, I'm, I'm a fan, bro. I can't, I can't tell you how great it is, especially I'm a wide receivers coach. And I know oh, you're yeah. an all-purpose running back. I know you can play in the backfield. But I've seen you line up in the slot. So I'm, yes, I'm excited to talk to you, man. I'm excited for this, man. Yes, thank you. So first thing first, how you been? How you been dealing with COVID-19 here? I know I know we just got into phase two of, of kind of workouts and, and, and all that stuff. So how how you been? How's the family? And how you keeping in shape? Uh, Everybody's good. Everybody's good. My mom, brother, dad, everybody's good. You know, my mom's still bugging me every, every day about putting my mask on, yeah. uh, trying to stay six feet from everybody. I've been going to the field every day. Been going to the uh, gym. I actually go to uh, Pride Gym. Pride Gym. It's a, a, a place where you can lift. They have trainers there, lift, uh, get conditioning in and everything. So that's a good, that's a good way. I go. I think that's beautiful. And mom, and mom's right, man. Wear the mask. Take all the proper, man. You know, she's not trying to take away your swag or nothing like that, man. You know what I mean? She's she's just looking out for a baby boy. So don't 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 think it's anything like that. Cause I shoot, I got I went and got little masks for my kids and my mine are nine and eight years old. I was like, you're yeah. gonna put this mask on. So yeah. that's good stuff, man. And you look good, man. I, I, the listeners can't see you, but listeners, we're we're on Zoom with town with Mr. Townsend and Xavier and, and you look good, man. You look in shape, look strong. You don't look Thanks. like you lost, an, uh, you know, because some of the guys that come on here, they're quarantined thick now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they don't got quarantine big, you know what I mean? But you, you look yeah. good, man. You look strong, bro. That's good, man. I got something for you. So since you're back, you know what I'm saying, phase two is here. We're doing it. We're in it. How's it been good being back with the team, being back with football? How's that been, man? Oh, it's the best. You know, during quarantine, I've been I've been struggling at home, boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so when I got the opportunity to go back to the school and see my guys, it was, it was awesome. Yeah, I, I bet. In that environment. I bet, man. And and, then, and again, Hillsborough County, we have all these these rules that we got to stick to and stick by. So I'm, I'm sure you guys do it too. But I know the atmosphere must be great because me and George, I mean, George handles with the guys every morning at 7 a.m., and he tells me how exciting it is. I got to go to work. So that sucks. Like, yeah. 7 a.m., I got to go to work. I can't even get, hang out with the kids, man. I got to wait till after 5 o'clock. So I can imagine, because I, I miss football, man. I, I really yeah. do. So it's only been, it's only been you know, two years you've been in the high school game. Yeah. You're going into, you're going into y- y- your next year here. But so far, what has been your favorite high school memory? Uh, 
Oh, it definitely have to be. Well, let me put, say some background about it. So for the past couple of years, CCC has been beating us back to back. You know, we have it had a little streak going. So mm-hmm. uh, best memories would definitely be um, in the little streak they had, you know, coming out with the win. Great way to start off the season last year. I bet, man. I bet. Mm-hmm. And, and again, watching you play has been a, a joy. That first step of yours – Hold on, oh, I'm give away, yeah, I'm not trying it's to give away electric. secrets. Don't don't think I'm trying to give away secrets or nothing. <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking that. But no, man, I, I, so I'm a receivers coach, man. So when I see, and again, I know you line up in the backfield. I've seen you take handoffs. I mean, your acceleration, deceleration, how you hit the holes is is amazing. How you, And on film, a lot of kids don't know, but when, when coaches are watching film from colleges, they want to see you separate from people mm-hmm. as you're running. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking like, oh, my God, he's taking two steps in between every five yards. This kid's gone. <laughs> <laughs> this kid's out of here. Good luck. But I love watching you be able to line up in the slot because it shows the versatility that you have. You right. know what I mean? Um, and that reminds me of, like, a Tyreek Hill. That reminds me of a of a, of a Kamara um, over the Saints. Man, like, that's, to me, I'm like, wow, this kid can line up and look at his route Power. running. God. I'm over here <laughs> like, God. This kid got it. He can do whatever he wants to do on the field. That's amazing. Yeah, man. And, and shout out to your coaches over there at yeah. Berkeley for moving you around and really putting you in a great position to succeed. Those guys are, are definitely doing a good job. One thing yeah. I want to ask you is what made you get into football? I know you've been playing football since, man, since you were can walk pretty, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> so what made you get into football? What's your passion for the game? So when I was younger, my first sport was baseball. You know, that was – I thought that was it forever, you know. I was going to stick with baseball because my dad used to play. So he used to push me hard um, in baseball. But then my brother, he started playing football. So, you know, I was always at his practices, watching the practices and everything. And I saw it it was just, you know, the coaches would throw me the uh, ball and everything. Just from there, I just fell in love with it. So (laughs) speaking of history of you being a kid, now George, now George has been telling me. Okay, now every person that's come on in some way, somehow, have gone past George's program, have been part of George's team, and to find out. That, so let me get this straight: he was on the Town and Country Vikings with you, George. Was that? Yeah. So he played. He played on the in the group older. Okay. So I had I had the the, the Kyle Kelly's uh, of the world, right? The, the guy we just had on the show right. a couple weeks ago. Xavier played on on Supers. Gotcha. And he played with Dewey. Uh, and shout out to Dewey Paxson and, and as well for running that organization and then going over to the Colts. Uh, so he always plays. So I was always a fan. I always be on the sideline. I'm like, man, yeah. God, this guy, this guy. You guys had athletes. Like, what is going oh, on sure. right now? Oh, like, for sure. The list of kids is like at least now at 20. Like, oh, yeah, my so God. So I always became a fan. I always became a fan of the young man. So I always kept up with him. I always gave him hugs when I saw him, saw his moms all the time uh, and, and pops on the sideline all the time. So I always, you know, kind of stay close and build a good relationship with him over the years. And when I saw him go to Berkeley, I was like, man, that dude's going to ball out. He was out. I knew he was going to have to go out and ball out. So I'm excited to see him grow into the young man that he, that he is today. And, yeah, and shout out to you for all the work you've been putting in, your parents for really pushing you and, and driving you along the way. I know you have a really special tight relationship with your parents and right. talk a little about that relationship you have with your parents so uh my mom and my dad man, i'm real close with both of them but my mom always have like a strong bond with her yeah. you know so many people like their dad is the one pushing them hard and everything it's my mom she, <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> yeah, she, yeah nothing wrong with that man yeah no slacking around her you know she she um as a young age you know go to the field every day you know she ran tracking everything so she uh made sure my form and everything was right and then my dad i'll go to my dad and he'll 
critique me more on the um, mental side of football. Right. He'll just see, like, things I'm doing, and he'll tell me, like, things I should look out for while I'm at running back or even on the defensive side. So, Well, yeah, he, he would have to. Mom was a track runner. Yeah. Mom gave you all the speed. He would have to. Okay, yeah. well, I can't. <laughs> we got to talk about the mental side, son. Come in with me. Yeah. We dropped these X and O's for you. Mom Mom gave you all the speed. So that's that's yeah. where you get your quickness from. That's awesome, man. Hey, let me ask you something. So I know, it, trust me, you're a 20, you're a class of 2022. You have plenty of time. There's there's not even thinking about, you know, what college go to. But what type of player can colleges expect, you know what I'm saying? Because, uh, again, you have – everybody has room to grow. Everybody has room to, to improve. But what can they expect when you do get to that senior year and you do and you are that guy? You know what I'm saying? What kind of player are they getting? Well, before we even get onto the field, they're going to get a leader. Mm. Uh, they're going to get a, a hard worker, you know, someone that's been day in and day out on the field, in the, in the, um, in the playbook, watching film, whatever right. I need. Do to grow as that um, as that player in all aspects, nice. and on the field they're getting the um, they're getting uh, to me the full package. You know, mm. uh, someone that will run hard with the ball, someone that can outrun you, yeah. uh, make cuts, make you miss, uh, pretty much everything. Yeah, I, I, I'm a I'm a Total chime in package. on that. One. That's yeah, what when, it is. When you said Total make you miss, package. you're you're absolutely right. <laughs> the whole highlight video. And no, no, I don't know who cut up the video. There's one part of the highlight video, man. You put a, you put the brakes on one guy, and the circle wasn't even on you. It was on him. <laughs> it was on him. Like I want to make sure everybody saw this, and the then continue running for the touchdown. Yeah. I was like, yo, that's. But I've seen him, man. Again, where you line up, the way you play, you could tell you you're studying. And shout out to those coaches that that put that in there and started you off that way. You know what I mean? My yes, mom, sir. same deal, man. My my mom, <laughs> my mom was a beast. Like if if. If it was a sport, my mom's like, you're going to go play. I don't care what yeah. it is. You're going to go play. Get out the house. Get, Get out, out of there. my house because you're, you're jumping around here, beating up your brothers. You need to go out and go play. So that's awesome, man. What what do you do like to do for fun when you're not playing football? Basketball. I'm not good at it, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's something hey, about he's it. He's honest. You, you're a, he's ex, honest. When you get, when you get, like, you're a young man now, so play basketball. When you get to me and me and George's age, it doesn't become basketball anymore. It becomes golf. Okay, and I, I can't hit this ball right. to save my life. Okay, when they say, well, what's your handicap? A thousand. I can't hit this freaking ball. Whatever the max is. Yeah, whatever the max is, give it to me because I can't do it. So I understand trying to play something difficult because it's it's not easy. And I suck at basketball too. So. Now, X, I'm going to put you on the spot here. I'm going to put you on the spot here. If you had to pick one or the other, who do you pick? Barry Sanders, Emmett Smith. Ooh. Ooh. Oof. You didn't think it was going to be this tough today, did you? <laughs> I did. I did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to have to go with Barry. I, yeah. I told you. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> Listen, man, because when I, I told George when we were, were prepping for the interview, I was like, man, this kid. God, he runs mm-hmm. like Barry Sanders. Mm-hmm. Man, he makes you miss inside the hole, the breaks. I mean, it's it's amazing, man. And again, it's just a, a, a tribute to how hard you've been putting your work and working on your craft, man. But Emmett, uh, Emmett Smith... Right, has been a lot of running backs' his top guy. And I, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's the myth. I, I tell the people, it's because he had the great wall in front of him. <laughs> All right, Barry Sanders was running every Sunday for his life. <laughs> there was, Pretty much. There was nothing Barry could do, man. And then Barry said, you know what? I'm going to stop playing because clearly nobody's going to get me an <laughs> offensive line. So that's no, great, no, man. So, man. So this is the part, this is the part that is our favorite part of the show. We love to do this and that questions, man. We love to play this game. 
And this or that questions, man, again, it's, it's if you thought that Emma Smith and Barry Sanders question was tough, you know what I'm saying? We're, we got a couple more to make you think. Uh, but we all just right. want to do this with you, man. We, we let coaches see what kind of kid they're getting. And it's just to have fun with, with all the people that come on to the show, man. Yes, sir. All right? So I'll let George right. hit you up with that first one, man. And, again, we're going to ease our way into this, okay? So don't, <laughs> don't panic. All right, first one I got for you here. Tacos, you like a soft shell or, or soft shell? Hard shell or soft shell? Soft. Soft, right? Soft, soft. taco, right? No Nobody. Brainer. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's it. Who likes yeah. hard shells? I, I don't know. I don't know because every time I eat one, <laughs> start choking. <laughs> start choking. This is another question that a lot of a lot of kids that come on here, and, I, and we have a running bet going on between me and George. We do. All right, so here we go. We do. iPhone or Android? Oh, iPhone. Every, that's it. That's another one. Real quick, X, a follow-up question. Does your mom have an Android or iPhone? Android. I do. What about dad? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Bro, every person that's come onto the show, every kid has an iPhone. The parents have an Android. And I keep yeah. telling George, nobody that's organized, that has discipline, time management, nobody goes and gets an Android. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's chaotic. <laughs> so I'm not going to, I don't want your mom to come beat me up. But she's probably <laughs> she probably thinks Samsung's or, 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 oh, I'm just trying to be young again because I can't figure no, out a yeah. Samsung phone. <laughs> I got. I got to have an iPhone. I can't, I can't figure them out. Yeah, I, I can't, can't do it. I can't do it. Here's the other one for you, boss. All right. All right. So these. Go ahead, George. These are starting to get a little harder for you now. Uh, now, now we're gonna turn up the heat a little bit to you. Right. If you had to pick, would you rather go one month without a car or one month with no internet on your phone? Period. No internet nowhere. Computer, phone, all of it. No internet at all. One month. Which are you giving up? Uh, one month without a car. Easy, right? One easy. month without a car. Easy. Yeah, easy. Yeah. I'll, I'll walk around well, a bike. I call my boys to pick me up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to use the internet to call, get somebody to get Not down the here. Internet, you can't call nobody. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> hey, so here's another one for you. Pancakes or waffles? What kind of guy are you? Oh, I'm a pancake guy. You're a pa- Damn it. You know, there I, you go. I'm a my waffle dude. guy. I'm my a waffle dude. guy. Oh, waffles. No. Yeah. <laughs> No, not no. I, I told him. I told him. Waffles, I told him waffles are the equivalent of having an Android. Yep, I, I agree with that. Really, that's the equivalent. I agree with that one. I'm trying that's to stay young with a waffle. Oh my gosh. Oh my god. I think it's easier to make a waffle than it is a pancake. Like I don't know what it is. Mm-mm. Waffles are so basic. Basic, no. I'm a basic. That's <laughs> it. All right, well, that's that's fair enough. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair, man. I ain't gonna lie to you. That last one we got for you, and I don't know, I don't know, I'm huge on this. Marvel or DC? Which one you got? Oh, Marvel. This? Oh, he's thinking about this. What, one. He's what, what was the long pause? What was Marvel. that for? What was the? I had a thing. I had a thing about really. He, he, nah, you know, Marvel though. It would have to be right. Yeah. You saw? Have you seen all of them? Yeah, yeah I said I watched them all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Though it was like a no-brainer, right? Because yeah, yeah. when. <laughs> I'm going to tell you now, you're going to laugh, but I'm a nerd when it comes to that Marvel movie. <laughs> I used to rent out the movie theater just to watch that movie with my family and, and friends. Yeah. I, I'm, you're going to laugh. X is like, wait a minute, what kind of money you got going on? <laughs> <laughs> the whole theater. <laughs> X, X like, hold on. He said, he said you ran out the whole, the whole theater. So I would run out, a second. I ran out one of the theaters. So it'd be like number 17 or, or theater number seven. Number seven would be dedicated to me, family, and friends just mm-hmm. to watch whatever Marvel movie was dropping. They would just close it out for us and let us watch it, dude. <laughs> so the next time, look, I see your face. The next one that comes out, you want to go. <laughs> yeah, see. yeah, I was like, hey, I'm going to just roll with you. <laughs> Bet. That's what's going to happen, man. That's what's up, man. Well, that was this and that, man, with, with, with Xavier Townsend.
That's funny, man. That's funny. I appreciate you uh, participating in that, man. Yes, sir. Thank you. No, nah, man. Anytime, man. So what's some things that we can look forward to uh, this upcoming football season with you, man? What are some goals that you might have? Uh, A lot of people have, like, a lot of personal goals. Not me. We, I got one goal in mind, state championship. Right. Right, right. So just not to rub it, it in, Simple. not to rub it in here. Uh, I'm gonna throw it out there. I'm a state champion. I, I won a, <laughs> I won a high school championship, bro. I won one. I got my, I got one under my belt. Uh, it was, it was pretty good. I got to play in the but, Gator Stadium. Yeah, man. We played for yeah, Dwyer, and I, I still, I don't, I'd have to go get it out the glass. It's in a glass case. I have the state championship ring. I still got it. Yeah, we had. Got it. Yep, Paul Horning's uh, grandson. Paul Horning Jr., which is funny. Paul Horning Jr., uh, his grandfather played for the Packers for many, many years. He went ahead and got us state championship rings that were actual gold rings. So this thing is like that big. I'm like, oh, the diamonds aren't real. You know what I'm saying? I thought they were. You know, I flossed back yeah. then. I was, I was flossing like it was, but it's an actual gold ring, man. So I hope you go get it, man. I hope you chase it down and chase all your dreams, man. And I'm definitely going to be, whenever you commit, whenever that is, whenever you want to do it or after you do it in the upcoming years, this is your show. This is a Tampa-based show. So anytime you want to come back on, we don't even have to do an interview. You can be on the podcast for 45 minutes with us just talking sports, talking whatever you want to talk about. This whatever is your you guys' want. show. This is for you guys. So you come back on, man, and you join us, okay? All right. And if you got teammates that want to come back on too, shoot them on over. We ain't got nice. no problem talking with nobody. And we could do it could be you and your buddies or whatever you want to do. All right. All right, yes, man. Sir. I appreciate you joining the show, man. Thank you so much. Thank y'all. Appreciate you. Thank all you. Right. Y'all later. All right, man. We got plenty more for you right after the break, man. Don't go anywhere. Where we have our guy Ryan Regal, athletes retreat owner and founder of a great, great program here in the Tampa Bay area. Don't go anywhere. You're on the clock. Hey, on the clock fans, you can check us out on all social media platforms by searching on the clock radio. You don't want to miss it. Especially go to our website, OTC Sports Talk. Dot com. We have merch up there in the store. You can order whatever you want. We got everything for the kiddos. We got everything for the husband. We got everything for wives as well. Go ahead and follow us. Hit like, leave comments, rate all that we want. We know you're going to love it. You're on the clock. All right, on the clock fans. Up next, we have very special guests. We have Ryan Regal from the Athlete Retreat out in Odessa. Ryan, how you doing, man? Welcome to the show. I'm good, guys. Thanks for having me. Thank you, man. Thanks, man. I I really appreciate you jumping on, man. I, I, you know, we were talking before the show, and I I know you're up in, in North Carolina, and you're having a great time. You're in a beautiful log cabin, right? Yes, sir. Up here for vacation with the wife. Yeah, man. You got to get it in while you can because how many times did you, did you guys schedule it? Because me and my wife, we scheduled three, and we were able to go on the fourth one. So we had five planned out this year. You know, obviously I was supposed to be um, uh, I was supposed to be in New York for opening weekend to be with one of my athletes, Pete Alonzo, and uh, for the Mets, and that got canceled. And then you know we had a couple overseas trips, and then uh, you know obviously All Star Weekend home home run derby in LA, uh, we just canceled that one. Well, we canceled it when the season got extended or you know postponed. Um, but other than that pretty much local stuff that we've had to cancel but at the end of the day finally getting out and having a good time there you go man and, and that's awesome i want to jump right into it man how how are you doing how's the family how are you guys dealing with covid staying safe i hope yes sir it's been good uh, you know a lot has changed obviously we're having to follow a lot of different uh guidelines and protocols with the training uh you know i'm a little different than most training facilities you know i'm out in a barn on my family's ranch in odessa um you know my parents actually 
they usually live in Lutz, but they've moved out onto the property to quarantine with my dad's health, just trying to make sure he, you know, he's staying away from people and, um, just, you know, we're all quarantining there and it, it, we're, we're fortunate to be on a lake that we get to enjoy and kind of be out and about and not have to, you know, go out and find some vacation where that's kind of our at home vacation when, whenever we're there, you know. Yeah, that, and that's great, man. That's good. You, you have a little seclusion, get away from everybody just on your own. So talk about Athletes Retreat. What is it? I mean, it's an interesting name from the get-go, right? As I was looking at it, I was like, man, Athletes Retreat is kind of kind of like a little getaway. Talk talk a bit, dive into a little bit. What is it that you guys do at the facility? Uh, talk a little about why it's a little different. I, I know there's no AC in there at all, uh, no music. So talk about the idea of, of Athletes Retreat. What is it? What can people do while they're there? So, uh, you know, I've been in the industry for sports performance training for about 10 years. Uh, unfortunately, I got injured in college and I missed three years of baseball due to sh- uh, shoulder surgeries. So whenever I graduated, you know, I was getting back into how can I help out younger athletes to understand, like, no matter how many times people tell you you're going to be with the best, you're going to go to the show, da, 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 da. things that you hear all the time. Uh, how can I let them know that if you don't do the proper things to take care of yourself, you're going to end up being just like the rest of us. Yeah. Some people are lucky and they go their whole career without a significant injury. How can I help these guys be able to prepare for what's coming forward for their future? And I worked for multiple facilities for a few years and a few of the guys that I worked for, I just didn't see eye to eye with how we were doing things. And then I decided I'm like, I'm tired of helping everybody out to, to give them recognition when I'm doing all the work. So it's my time to shine. And I have a lot of youth uh, athletes that I was training at the time outside of the facilities I worked for. And they're like, it's time for you to open your own place. And then I I started thinking and my family got involved and uh, it was kind of a collective decision by everybody to, you know, my wife was the main one that came up with the name athlete retreat. And we did that because it is on our property. You know, we have 11 and a half acres, and what we do with that is kind of be more of a private facility um, just because, you know, it is our home. But at the same time, you know, I want to give knowledge to athletes where they can come in and have a good training facility. And we started off slow. I think we had 35-pound dumbbells at max that first year. Uh, Pete Alonzo and me, I, I'd known him a long time. And he came in, he goes, this looks like it's something that's going to keep growing. Like, how, how can I help build this? And ever since then, it's been four years of just grinding it out. And now we're starting to see that, you know, the horizon where we're almost to where we're at, where we really want to be as a facility. Uh, we're mostly sports performance training. You know, we do a lot of weightlifting, speed and agility. I'm really big on mobility. And that comes back to the injury prevention side of things. And we're also – we do have hitting there and, you know, baseball isn't the only athletes I train. I train multiple NFL guys. Um, I have lacrosse, soccer, uh, basketball, you know, guy, we've had guys from Japan that come and train here and we have housing. Wow. So athletes get to stay there as well. Um, so that's pretty much it as far as like just a brief description of everything, you know, that, that's what's up, yeah. man. I mean, that's totally different from what other sports performances or uh, trainers are doing, man. And, and, 
Should I might have a nine year old that would love to freaking I'm, I'm gonna have to try to get <laughs> into the athletes retreat, man. You take nine year olds or, or does it have to be older boys? We we usually, you know, try to go above the twelve year old just because we just tell everybody, get your kids outside at that younger age, but we don't scare away from it. If somebody wants to bring their kid in, we're we're at that age, we have no problem with it and we handle it and I got trainers that um Actually, a guy that uh, helped me run this place for a while. He he lives in North Carolina now. He's actually was my performance director. He had, uh, still writes programs for the athletes and helps me out with them, even though he's not there. And he's really big with the younger guys too because they get it. You know, he, he understands that those kids just need exercises that are going to benefit them at their age. It doesn't need to be lifting heavy weights. They just need to do some functional movements and that you know, it's absolutely bring them in and definitely can help him out well he just needs to, hey, i mean i can't even you know uh, this is gonna sound funny to you and i hope i hope to be i hope it doesn't sound crazy but like I'm, I'm half cuban and i'm hoping that his genetic side kicks in for baseball i'm like oh please let you get some ancestor cubanists and help me get me a, a on the diamond player because out of all the kids in my, that i have he's the only one that that wants to play baseball loves it and I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. I played football in high school and college, and I, I, can't, I can hit softballs. I can't hit a, a, a breaking ball to save my life, man. So hey, I, he needs hitting lessons. <laughs> right, right. Because baseball, people don't, you know, and it's, let me ask you this question, man. You know, around, especially in Florida, um, baseball's not pushed like it used to be when I was growing up. You know what I mean? And, and maybe because I, I come from a Latin family or whatever the case may be. But, I mean, Baseball doesn't get pushed as much, man, and, and I wish it did to other athletes because it's such a – it is not an easy sport to do by any means, man. No, absolutely. No, I agree. It takes somebody brave to uh, be in that box waiting for a 90-mile ball coming at them, man. <laughs> Buzzing by your ear. Right. Buzzing by the ear. <laughs> right, man. Hey, I'm, imagine the guys that have been pegged in the face and they still keep playing. You know, yeah, it, right. I keep trying to tell people, I go, most baseball players played other sports, and that's what makes us – to me, the most dynamic athletes out there because you can take a baseball player and they can play football. Yeah, no, they're not going to be your D-line unless they're big enough or your linebackers, but they're mostly can play your skill position. Now, I'm not saying NFL caliber, but they were good in high school. Some of them did play dual sport in college. But at the end of the day, to me, there's no better sport with hand-eye coordination. As you all know, probably with the sports science, they say hitting a fastball is supposed to be, supposed to be physically impossible. Uh but it happens, right, because hand-eye coordination and just different types of functional movements and how everybody does their practice. I think baseball guys, are we're big babies when it comes to our bodies because we're always that rotational, our shoulders, our elbows. There's always something going on, so we have to stay really active and, or, excuse me, proactive on certain things that other athletes don't have to, right? Uh, we do different exercises, um, just things of that matter when it comes to the baseball side of things. So, Heck, baseball has produced some of the best NFL athletes. Oh, yeah. We got the guy who just signed a half-a-billion-dollar contract in Patrick Mahomes, Russell Wilson, was a dual-sport athlete, Jameis Winston. Kyler Murray. dual-sport. Yeah, Kyler Murray's another one. Just you know, And those are just five guys that we just read off our heads. You think about receivers – uh, usually, usually that's mostly where it is. Your receivers, your quarterbacks, and your, so some of your DBs played a lot of baseball because they're more nimble, quick on the feet, quick on the toes. And back to to what you said, that hand-eye coordination is crucial. 
All right, so yeah. so one thing I want to dive into is, you know, recently you guys were mentioned in Men's, Men's Health Magazine. You're being supported by Pete Alonzo. Talk about what that means to you and what it means to, to your business. Absolutely. And um, so last year, like I was saying, I went to the Home Run Derby with Pete Alonzo and brought one of my good buddies up there. And as I was there, he goes, Ryan, guess what? I got some great news for you. He goes, uh, I got a surprise coming in January. And I was like, okay, tell me what it is. And he wouldn't tell me. And I was just, the rest of the season after that weekend, I was like, hey, man, what's going on? Come on, I need to know. And when he, the day he was receiving his, uh, you have no idea, it was driving me crazy. Uh, The day that he received the National Rookie of the Year, we were all at his family's home uh, in Tampa, local. And while we were there, he, you know, came out and told me, he's like, hey, I got a men's health shoot coming up and they're going to come to your facility. They really want to come and see because we train in a barn, and I don't think what people don't understand is Pete is not your typical going to have eight-pack abs and lifting 500 pounds. Yes, he can do that, but we train just like the country boy does. He, you know, and that's what he is, and me and him both country boys at heart. And so Men's Health wanted to go with that theme. How can we showcase what we do with the facility? And with Pete's backing, we've been able to really not just with, you know, a lot of people know Pete, but the people that are from Tampa, they know him as a friend, not just some celebrity and some icon, which he is, you know, everybody loves it. But when they really get to meet him and some of the people that already know him, they see why Athlete Retreat to me is one of the best training facilities in the country. And I stand by that. Everything we do is unorthodox and that's what men's health wanted. They, they came by and they said, we want those workouts that are outside the box. Those, those thinkers that they take sports performance and they go to a different level than just your science, right? It's not just about science. It's about the athletes. Like the, the trainers that, actually played the sport, that's what men's health was looking for. And, you know, having Pete has been a blessing because he's not just an athlete. He's, he's a great friend of mine, and he's been able to be a big inspiration for me because growing up, what did I want to do? I wanted to play Major League Baseball. And, of course, that unfortunately I was hurt and not able to continue after college because, you know, obviously with all the time missed. And he goes, well, guess what? That wouldn't have led you to what you're doing today. Because if you played baseball, you wouldn't have been able to become that trainer because maybe you would still be playing. That has been a great, like, you know, I guess a boost of confidence for what I do. And he looks at me all the time and he goes, man, this is the place that I want to be. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And the last thing he said to me when he won the home run derby, he looked at me and he goes, I'm barn built, baby. That's right. There you go. I I was looking at a picture of Pete Alonzo. I'm like, that guy looks like a linebacker. He can easily. That's the first thing. That's funny. Oh, yeah. Now, one thing I want to ask you was since you're so close to to, to baseball, what are your thoughts with with COVID and and baseball here coming out? Oh, man. I I really think that it needs to be played. Uh, Most of these athletes understand the the importance of the season, you know, and I get it. There was, I, I'm not going to get into the negotiations with MLBPA and the owners because I have no say in pay because I'm not getting paid by the MLB, you know, but right. in my opinion, I believe right. it's huge for youth. It's huge for all of us, especially at this time. These guys are really out there. They're doing all their protocols they're supposed to. So I'm really hoping that we get a big kick out of this and, 
you know, we need sports. Everybody does, right? NFL isn't for a few more months. NBA still doing what they got to do. And we really need it. And, and you know, and I, not just we as fans. I think the players need it. They've been working their butts off this whole time during COVID. You know, social distancing. I closed my facility down during all this just to only train Pete. Um, you know, just because it is a private facility, I have that option to say, hey, no, that you know, this is what we got to do. And, you know, we did that and me and him worked really hard throughout the time. And I'm, I'm really hoping these guys get to have a, you know, I don't want it to get to the end of the season and they get shut down. I, I hope that, you know, everything goes according to how everything's supposed to this season because it's been a weird year for everybody. But I think that baseball is needed. It needs to come back. It is our pastime. You know, it is America's pastime. And as much as everybody's gearing up for football, I'm excited for baseball. And it, there's no to me, that's the best game to watch if you understand the game. And uh, I think all of us need that right now. Now, the other question I want to ask you is, I know we're doing a mad dash to get as many games in, to get the playoffs, to get a season through. My question to you is, what are your thoughts around a condensed regular season schedule? So typically, you know, the the game is usually, what, 162? Yeah. So now they're, now they're doing this condensed version here where, they, you know, they're playing, I think it's like 50, maybe 60 games. Yeah, what do 60 you, what, games in 66 days. Yeah, so that's, that's right. a lot of games a lot of, a lot. in a short amount of days. Jesus. What are your thoughts on the condensed yeah. season? Because I know – I know I, to, to, to me, baseball, and again, I'm a fan of baseball. I grew up watching it. Heck, I played it for, for, for a couple of years. Watching 162 games on, on television or going to the trop and going to the games, you miss a couple of games as you kind of go through. The diehards are going to watch it every day. They're going to set it. They're going to make sure. They're going to record it. But do you think this condensed season will actually attract fans to baseball? A, because there's something else going on, so it becomes what's on TV all the time. But most importantly, too, because it's a shorter season, do you now pull an audience in that maybe baseball didn't have before? What are your thoughts? So I think the condensed season and isn't much, uh, isn't going to change much. Maybe like you're saying, it might on the other end is, is because there's nothing else going on. You might attract fans that usually don't watch baseball and guess what? They're going to love it. If, if they're an athlete and you don't like it to me, I, I don't get that, but also that's me being biased as a baseball fan. But as far <laughs> as the short season goes, you know, like, <laughs> As far as the short season goes, a lot of these guys, um, they're built for that. Hopefully, you know, they're true professionals and they've been working. That would be my biggest concern with the short season. Not, you know, it's going to attract more people. I think it would be more so, you know, the attraction would be because, like I was saying, there's, there's nothing else going on at the moment. But I think that the short season it isn't more about, what the fans are, how many fans are going to get. It's more about the health of the players, which was the biggest issue with all this, right? What took so yeah, long, I agree. Um, you know? And uh, so to me, that's the biggest thing is how can these players stay healthy? Uh, and like, hopefully they've been doing everything they're supposed to be. And I know it was really hard guys getting together. And it seems like a lot of them were, they were obeying the, you know, social distancing and they were throwing pins. That's the biggest thing. Position players were going to be, they're okay. They have a month to get ready, but it's the pitchers that I'm worried about. Um, and, you know, you're already starting to see some guys having some, not, you know, any significant injuries yet that I haven't read about, but you're seeing a lot of, you know, your typical soreness and back strains and maybe some shoulder fatigue. And still some guys still haven't reported to camp because we don't know. They're not exposing information until they, that player gives them the, 
the release to be able to do that. Um, and that's my biggest concern would be more about the injury prevention of the guys. And a lot of those guys came out and voiced their concerns before, and I hope they got that kind of dialed up and they understand that there's only 66 days. And, and you think about it, most of these teams, they do play consistently, you know, sometimes six, seven days a week, and then they'll get a Monday off, sometimes a Thursday. So it's really about that pitching staff. How can they coordinate with them and keep those guys healthy and not have to go and draw people out. And then on the, the biggest concern that should be out there besides injury prevention is COVID. Our players going to go right. out, not uh, abide by the rules and the protocols that they've been given. And, you know, obviously they're doing a lot of testing on that now. So I think that we're going to see a full season. I mean, you know, I, hopefully I'm not eating my words, but I, I got a, I got a good feeling that these guys all want to play and they're going to do what they have to to be able to do it. Uh, and I hope so too, man, because like you said, it is America's pastime. Let me ask you, Ryan, I know you're a baseball guy, but do you play any kind of like uh, fantasy football? Because, you know, we got our fantasy football coming up and we, we pretty much want to – I want to invite you in there and see what you got, man. You know what I'm talking about? Hey, football, though, I got you all day on that. Well, then that, that, my this sister's is... won three times over the five years in our league with all my best Oh, man. Well, then, then this, is, this is, this is a challenge now. I taught her. Yeah. We... No, I, I, taught my, I taught her every day. <laughs> you want to Absolutely. do fantasy football. If you want to do fantasy football, me and George, we got about, we got, what, we got seven guys now? We're looking for the eighth guy? Yeah, seven guys right now, yeah. So we got seven guys. We, we're trying to hey, keep it to eight. send me a link. Count me in. Oh, man. Count that's me. what. No, done. Game on. Done. Ryan's game in. on. Ryan's in. That's it. You're done. Eighth, eighth is locked in now. We're done. We're not taking any more. Uh, well, unless it's Pete. If Pete wants to come in, too, we're going to have to figure this out and try to make a 9-10 thing, man. But, yeah, we're, we're going to put you in there. And, and what me and George actually are proposing for the winner is we want, we're going to give actual big fantasy football trophy and a fantasy football ring because we're, we're, we're guys that have won championships and, you know, of course, Little League football, and, and we're trying to catch our first one in high school. But we got a whole bunch of big rings, so we're like, you know what, let's do a fantasy baseball or fantasy football uh, ring for these guys, no matter where they're at. And we got we got some people across Florida and a couple of the other states that want to participate in it, man. So you're locked in. You're good to go, man. That's awesome. Let's do it. Yeah, man. We're going to have to take it. If he wins, George, we're going to have to not only get him the <laughs> ring, we're going to have to probably take him out to dinner, man. <laughs> Say like yeah. We're going to have to do it big for this guy. Oh, man. I'm not a cheap date, guys. I'm not a cheap date. <laughs> oh, right. Listen, we're taking the winner out to Ruth Chris. Yeah, we're taking Ruth Chris, bro. Okay. All right. We, I'm down for that. I love some real kids. Yeah, so do I, man. That's dope, man. So uh, real quick, man, yeah. we got we got a section on here. All right, we got a section we like to do with everybody. This is some rapid questions that we like to shoot out to everybody. It's called this and that. Don't worry, man. You're not don't panic. <laughs> We're just gonna get to the, everybody to know you a little bit closer, man. But this is called this and that. And on this and that, we try to see your competitive side, man. We got a couple questions here. George is going to fire them at you, and we're going to see what you got here, man. And trust me when I tell you, these are not your normal questions, okay? So don't okay. <laughs> when you get off the phone with us, don't go to your wife and be like, those guys are some kooks. <laughs> those are some. Oh, man, y'all haven't really personally met me then yet because I'm, I'm out there. So. Bro, you're a Hurricane fan, so I, I, I already love you. I already love you. Absolutely, baby. I'm a country boy. I'm my dad's Catalonian. I got my mom's got some Indian there. I'm crazy, man. So let's go. <laughs> I love it, man. Go ahead, George. Hit him with it. All right. So first one. First one we're gonna go with right here. Is cereal a soup? No. The reason being is I don't. I didn't like soup until recently because my wife makes some pretty good stuff. So 
I was like, man, God, but it's not, you know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, the next one here. Do you rather have straight or curly fries? Oh, man, that that's a tough one because <laughs> what kind of fries? From where am I getting them from? Oh, is so, it so like listen, let's say, let's, curly fries? Yeah, let's say you're going to Beast. Because I know, I know you're a loose Chiefs guy, so you know we go to Beast right after. After we get the wins over at the Chiefs field, we go to Beast. So straight or curly fries, which yes, one you get? It's curly, man. They don't even ask you that when you go to the loose beef and you play for the loose beef. Right. They already know they bring right. out the curly fry. <laughs> well, since you're a baseball guy, man, since you're a baseball guy, here's a good one for you. Is hot dog a sandwich? Well, it's in a bun. It's in some bread. So let's call it that, that's, right? That's my guy, man. I, I've said the same thing. Everybody looks at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, what do you call it? If it's I mean, a- yeah. I mean, think about it. That's, you're, you, it's got a bun. It's got some condiments on it. You can put whatever you want, onions, you know, mustard, ketchup. Yeah, everybody calls me I crazy. Mean, I'm not, like, bro, there's there's bread. There's different types of bread for every scenario, right? There's, you know, you, you got freaking bagels. That's a bread. You got regular Wonder Bread. You got hamburger bread. Everything fits everything. Hot dog's a sandwich, man. Absolutely. You can chop them up real fine and then just make it as with, with the Wonder Bread like you're talking about. It doesn't have to sit as a hot dog. You can just spread the meat. <laughs> 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 exactly, man. Th- this next one here that I have that, that I have for you, if you could sit down with any athlete or coach of any era of any time, who would you sit down with? Oh man, you did that to me. <laughs> oh, you did that to me. Because I have, you have no idea. I've I've been fortunate to have some great things happen in my life. You know, when I won the Cooperstown World Series with the Tampa Yankees, a bunch of my good buddies. When we won the World Series there, we were able to meet Stan Musial after the game, and he came and played, take me out to the ball game. And so I would love to sit down with that man again, especially with the type of career he had. But then I got to go to my where my core, which was my generation of athletes, and who doesn't want to sit down with Ken Griffey Jr., man? Oh, I mean, man. Oh, yeah. Really sit there That's- and be like, what made you turn that hat backwards? What made you go against the rules of baseball? Because that's what I love, you know. And and I don't mean it as in he didn't go against them in a negative way. He brought the game that we all love. And, you know, and a lot of people say he's a jerk. And to me, I don't care. He can tell me to piss off or whatever it is. I just want to be able to talk to that man. And what was it like to play with his dad, right? Because my dad was a baseball player. He was my coach. So just things like that, I think that would be really cool to get to talk to that man. And, you know, and then on the flip side of that, I get to talk to one of the bright futures of this game and Pete Alonzo every day. So I'm, I'm already blessed there. So, Yeah, man. And with you talking about Ken Griffey, man, real quick. I know I know we had these questions. I got to go off on a tangent right now. But, man, that swing, man. That I mean, <laughs> I, do you do – you, here's a good question for you. Are you ever going to see another swing like that? And if, if, if we have one now in baseball, who's the closest to him? Because he – bro, do you remember how he used to hit home runs, man? And especially in 1998 when he was going against Sosa and McGuire. Oh, and they were chasing – People forget that. Yeah, man. They, people don't know – He got how, hurt that year. Exactly. Oh, my God. Exactly. And I know no, – no disrespect to the man, you know, to McGuire and Sosa. That, that was a great battle all the way up until the end of the season. But, man – Ken Griffey doesn't get hurt, man. That's a that's a different – we don't know what happens. Absolutely. And then people also forget when Roger Maris was going for the record that Mickey Mantle got hurt too, right? We all forget that. Yes, so, we do. Uh, just had to throw that in there real quick. But uh, to me, man, is 
like there there's a great swings in baseball there there's a lot of them and throughout the history of you know starting from the old guys all the way up to the young guys you know obviously Barry Bonds to me was was a guy people can say steroid use made that guy better and to me I disagree I think if anything it kind of took back from his career yeah it made him make contact and hit the ball a little farther but he was stiffer Mm-hmm. As he got older, and think about those balls. Um, I watched the Eric Gagne sequence where that was one of the best battles ever. So yeah. to me, his swing is grippy like, you know, maybe a little bit different in the aspect of their follow through. Um, but they both had that walking it out because they hit the ball so good and naturally turned that they kind of walked that before they ran. If you really slow down their swings, they did that. And then to me, Miguel Cabrera. That's that guy, one, yeah. that guy's swing is unreal. You know, it's it's him and Pujols. Yeah. Um. You know, those two swings right there. You know, even though those are older guys, and then I mean, let's go, Mike Trout, best baseball player in, in the business yes, right now, is. and yes, rewarded rightfully so. He was rewarded for it. You know. Yeah. Um. But it, it's kind of hard to you know because there's so many good swings, but I'm gonna go with the obvious picks, right? <laughs> I just, I'm just wondering because I used to love watching him when he, especially during a game, and he swing. That, I mean that that hit and that smooth walk to first, those first couple steps to first. I mean it was it oh. was just beautiful to watch, man. I mean, and, and people don't understand that. I mean that he that golf it was a golf swing type coming up down low. I mean the follow through, everything was just smooth. I, I remember I remember trying to mimic it as <laughs> when I was younger, and I could actually swing a bat oh, and get around. Can't. You can't do it. it no. It's just something that was just no. his. Yeah, naturally he was just uh, so gifted. I mean, think about it. Him and his dad played together. He was able to hit a home run right after his dad hit one. To me, you know, that is like the cool. That's the biggest thing to me and why I like him the most is, you know, the guy that taught him how to play, he got to play with. And, you know, my dad's much older than me, so I wasn't awarded that opportunity. My brother was. My brother and dad played baseball, basketball together. But my dad was a little older, and when I got to high school, that was the end of him, you know, out there throwing. So that's what makes me love Ken Griffey the most is that. And, you know, of course, Cal Ripken played with his brother and his yep. dad as a coach. But can you tell me there's any better story than you're, you're in center field and you look to, what was it, right field or left field? I can't remember what yeah. senior was playing at the time. And you see your dad next to you, like, come on, dude. Yeah, there's cool. no better they baseball in major league baseball. Not like a charity softball game or the company's softball <laughs> game. You're playing in the majors with pops, man. Yeah, I, I agree with you, man. That that's awesome, man. Absolutely. All right, this next well, question, this next question I got for you. I'm gonna put you in a situation. Okay, I'm gonna bring out a bag has a million bucks in it. I'm gonna give you a bat. Across from you, you got you got Randy Johnson is prime. Okay. Okay. He's got three fastballs, three fastballs he's gonna throw. If you hit one, you get a million. If you strike out, you lose all access to social media. <laughs> Question for you. Do oh, you I'm... step up? Do you step up to the batter's box? Absolutely. You mean to tell me I get a chance to strike out against the, one of the best pitchers in baseball? <laughs> That alone is Even if I wear a 99-mile-an-hour fastball, yeah. <laughs> I'll wear it just to face that guy. You know, I mean, that's what I wanted to do, right? I wanted to face those guys. Trust me. I played at University of Tampa, and 
people don't realize, it, you know, locals do, and it's the best D2 program in the country. Um, nice. Yep. Guys that I faced every day, they weren't just Division two pitchers. They were transferring from D1 programs. They were they were D1 cali- uh, caliber pitchers. They got drafted. They threw mid-90s. I would have loved to face Randy Johnson because those guys are nothing compared to that, and that's why he made the big bucks, and he's one of the best to ever do it. I'll face him any day. You, it don't matter. I, I could be 50, 60 years old. Put me in the uh, box. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready to go. That's, that's what I'm go. talking about, man. I appreciate you joining <laughs> this and that, man. Those are all the questions we got right now. Absolutely. So that that's what's man. Listen, man. I I, I enjoyed talking with you, man. And I'm a, I want to go back a little bit, if you don't mind. Um, yeah. Your guy Pete, yo, when he won the home run derby. I think he, if my memory serves me right, if my memory serves me right, I think the longest one, I think his longest one was what, 467? 467? Four, four, nah, he, I think he hit the 500. Did he? Did he hit a 500 ball? Because that's why I can't remember. I remember him hitting. I thought you know, him, yeah, I thought him, Peterson, and uh, uh, Guerrero each had one. I could be mistaken. I, Maybe no, his guy just was having a great time partying <laughs> it up and watching him do his thing. I, You know, it was just. It was more about a funny story is as I'm in Cleveland, I'm sitting with one of my good baseball buddies I grew up with. We're sitting next to Indians fans and I, we're, I'm wearing a Pete Alonzo all-star jersey. Um, and of course I'm being booed and all that. And I kept my mouth shut. And when he took Santana out in that first round, I was like, looked at everybody, shrugged my shoulders yeah. and said, well, Guess what? Better luck next time. So, uh, Enjoy your beer. <laughs> exactly. You know, and here, you know, you want me to buy one for your sorrows? I got you. So. <laughs> yeah, because he took out Santana, and then he, and he, he went against, uh, what was it, Acuna Jr.? Or, how do you say his last name? I forget his name. Yep. Yeah, he went against Acuna Jr. Acuna Jr., uh, yep. Who had a fantastic, that guy, man, he's got some, that's one thing about Pete is his opposite power gap or opposite field power unreal and Acuna showed some great opposite field power and I love seeing that because at the end of the day that's why it's called the power alley right center left center you yeah. know is that's where your power is at that's why it's the deepest part of the ballpark and I love seeing those home runs man and uh, that that was probably my uh, excuse me I'll go back that was the first all-star weekend home run derby I've ever been to and that's crazy because me and my dad go to everything for the first time, I got to go to that, and it did not disappoint, you know, and had a great time. Cleveland, they did it big there, man. I'll tell you that, you know, the going after Pete won the home run derby, we had a great time. We were able to celebrate, and, you know, Shaq was the DJ, and I got to meet <laughs> some really cool people. I'm serious. I got to meet Bobby Bonilla, Kristen Yelich, uh, Max Serzer, Austin Meadows, and just uh, – unlimited amount of players and to me i was just like oh my god this is this is it right here you know so it's a dream come true oh man you know absolutely absolutely did did you ever get and i gotta ask this but maybe i hope i'm not putting you on the spot man did you take any selfies with the home run home run derby trophy uh no it just uh pete was awarded a chain by two chains um (laughs) And I got, I didn't wear that, but I took a picture of it at the hotel lobby. Oh. Um, funny story. My best friend and I, or my buddy I came with, our phones died. 
as I was filming Pete spinning his chain, I'll, you know, I'll send you guys that video in the lobby. Right before he says barn built, my phone died. So while oh, we're at no. the after party, we're trying to find chargers to charge our phone. We're asking everybody, come on, we, we, we got to get this. You know, Mike Trout's here. You got Shaq and CJ. Right, and I, I need to get this. I went up and I went reached out to Shaq and he actually grabbed my hand and pulled me up on the booth. Didn't pull me up there, but you know, pulled me up said, How's it going, little fella? And put me back down. <laughs> so I wish I had the phone for that, but at the end of the day, you can't you know, pictures and videos don't do it justice, just the memories itself and that's what it's all about. So that's what's up, man. And I really appreciate you jumping on, man. I know you're on vacation, man, so I'm not going to hold up any more of your time. Uh, I, I Listen, man, just so you know, anytime you want to come back on here, anytime you want to rap with us, anytime you want to talk baseball, please, 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 it doesn't matter. It's 2 in the morning. You text us. You call us, man. We'll fire this thing up, and we'll talk baseball, man, because I, I love the game myself. I'm not an expert at it. I, I understand the strategies of it, man, and, and I love talking baseball, basketball, football with anybody. Uh, me and George are just big sports heads, man. So if you want to come back, man, you let me know, and we're, we're on there. No, absolutely, guys. Raul, George, I really appreciate y'all having me. And uh, I actually, funny story, I've been wanting to start up my own podcast for years. It's just been hard with how I'm doing everything. So this was an honor to be on with you guys, and especially, you know, being local, I really – I really love to support that, and guys, like again, I, it was truly an honor, and I really appreciate you guys having me on tonight. Yeah, man, and when you ever, whenever this is your podcast, so when, <laughs> even until you start up your own, you're, this is your podcast. You call up and you're like, "Hey, guys, let's talk about this. What's going on?" Yes, sir. Come let's on, on the it, show. Yo, this is yours, man. Absolutely, I love it, man. You, I, during training sessions, we'll have one so you guys get the guys in the back. I wish we could have had the. Good, you know, obviously we had the video going. I wish, uh, you know, people could have seen my smiling face. But <laughs> uh, at the end of the day, again, guys, you know, I wouldn't have chose anything else to do on my vacation right now. I appreciate y'all having me. God bless you. Yes, God bless sir. the family, man. And, again, we love having you on, man. You've been a blast, man. Even before we, we started recording, man, the, hearing the jokes and the family and the, and the cabins, man, look. Anytime you want to come on, bro, you're now you're a part of the family of On The Clock Radio. So whatever you need from us or whatever we can do, let me know. if you, And especially if you just need a laugh, <laughs> we, we got you, man. This is uh, The podcast Absolutely, is created to, to, to get away from the wives a little bit. So if you ever need to get out and vent, let us know. <laughs> well, I don't know. My wife ha might have to uh, run the podcast for me, you know, tell me what to do and stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> Not a problem, man. We got it, bro. That's, hey, that's, I appreciate that's it, guys. Show. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Hey, On The Clock fans, man, that's all the time that we have for you. I know you want more, uh, but it was a jam-packed show, man. So I really appreciate Xavier Townsend, the man at Berkeley Prep, joining us, and also our guy Ryan Regal, Athletes Retreat. Man, I love having him on, man. I, I can't wait to have him on again, George. I really, really enjoyed that, man. Yeah, it was definitely a great show. Thank you for everybody for joining. If you like today's podcast, go ahead and hit subscribe. Go ahead and find us on all social media platforms by going to On The Clock Radio, visit our website, otcsportstalk.com. We just loaded some merch. We got YouTube videos there as well, and, and along with our podcast. Let us know what you think. Until next time, you're on the clock. Wow.